Yes, and that's you? good. Good, good. good. Yeah, nice to get together. Get together. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we had uh, a couple of subjects that we were talking about, but we kind of decided on sibling rivalry. Yeah, it's um, come up a little bit. Parents have sort of expressed some concern around how to deal with their kids, especially when you've got a f- like one or two or three or four in the, in the case of one of the parents I was talking to, under 10. Mm. Yes. So so what do you do with And that? it was a case of, hmm, Saskia, the expert. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> this well, could be I mean, chapter. it isn't something that that just is, you know, like doesn't just relate to the younger years. Oh, in no, fact, of it not, can yeah. really show some gruesome signs down the track as well you know mm. like what is sibling yeah. like yeah yeah because there's two ways okay so the sibling fights right yeah. the sibling fights and then the sibling rivalry mm. now they're actually two different things because sibling fights is where they argue between them all the time mm. sibling rivalry is where they're actually fighting each other for someone else's attention or Mm. for something else Mm. Mm. right so that is created from the way we handle sibling fights so if if we handle sibling fights well then we avoid the sibling rivalry or lessen the chances of it lessen the chances of it Mm. and also i mean there's also sibling rivalry also comes about where you know how they always yeah, they always talk about. I was just thinking about. I'll have to explain that one incident that happened when my kids were still in preschool. But where they ha- where parents think they have to be equal, equal, oh, equal yes. the on whole everything. Fairness thing, yes, the fairness I did issue. I that for so and so. I've got to do the same. Yes, yeah. and they think that that's going to actually create the sibling rivalry, but it doesn't have to. If they don't, um, you mean? If they don't, okay. if they're not fair with yeah. everything. Mm. Because in life, things are not always fair, mm. you know. When they get older, they're going to see that people get extra help with this or mm. that or whatever mm. or, or get given extra mm. things. And if we don't let our children experience, you know, the unfairness of life, mm. then uh, we're, not, we're setting them up for failure because mm. they won't be able to handle those emotions that come up with that. Mm. So, and often that's to do with how they think. So our emotions, we have instant, I don't know where we're going with this, but we have instant emotions when things happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But those emotions can be taken care of quite quickly. Mm. In fact, an emotion can only last about 90 seconds. Did you know that? No. Yeah. And an actual emotion only lasts about, about 90 emotions. seconds yeah okay but it's the, it's our thinking that spurs it on yeah yeah and inflames it further yeah, yeah. so that we continue that emotion longer and longer mm. so if we're able to control our thinking around whatever the situation is so we as you mean the parents no just anyone any human human beings yes. beings <laughs> if we can control yeah. ourselves and our, how we think in yeah. all sorts of situations then our thinking can change of course well, of the course yeah the yeah. reactions and the response. Uh, yeah yeah thoughts impact how we feel how we react how we respond. right 
Right. Yeah, okay. So when we talk about fairness and everything, if, if, if we're trying to control the circumstances around everything that happens to our children when they're young, because based of course on what's that's fair and based what's on what's fair yeah. and what's not, then we eliminate the opportunity for them to practice mm. feeling that emotion mm. and working out what works to alleviate that mm. emotion and what doesn't work to alleviate that mm. emotion. So if, if I'm upset about something, I have a big fat tantrum over it, Yeah. then if I find that that then, you know, everybody gets upset and, and I end up, you know, hurting people and it goes on for hours and hours and I'm exhausted and everything, then I might think, well, I don't know if that really worked because mm. it doesn't really get anywhere on mm. my emotion and what I was doing. So next time they might think, oh, you know, I'll be better if I... You know, if I don't express myself, have a big tantrum, right. however that might, I look. might yeah. just yeah. talk it through with mum, you know, mm. or whatever, right? Because mm. if you, if mum or dad handles the tantrum well, then they'll learn that the tantrum doesn't get me anywhere. I'm better off staying calm and talking about yeah. it and negotiating, and then I might get my way. So all of that is practice, practice, practice. It's all happening all the time. Mm. Every time that happens, could be two or three times a day if they're at home. You know? mm. Okay, so because I was just thinking about one day at preschool, it was just before Christmas, and the preschool had organised that Santa was going to bring a present for everyone, and the preschool told the parents that, mm. right? And so the parents go, oh, that's lovely, you know, and they're just going to get a little, little toy or something each, right, when mm. Santa came. But, of course, when the parents came to the Santa event... They brought the siblings along, right? Oh, okay. And a lot of parents Wanted had actually siblings. brought a present with them to give to oh, the, the siblings, siblings. Yeah. because they thought the siblings would be fair. able to handle that, yeah. seeing their sibling who goes to preschool get a present mm. from Santa. And they wanted Santa to give those presents as well. Mm. And it caused a big, oh, you know. Um, yeah. So you can see to what degree we think that we have to go in order to ensure fairness, fairness, fairness. Yeah. But frankly, it's almost impossible mm. to have fairness, fairness, fairness yeah. all the time. I mean, especially if you've got like a family situation where one, one child actually needs more attention or needs care, mm. whether it's a health issue or whether it's learning... You know, ability or ability, yeah. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So you, we tend to find ourselves focusing a little bit more on the child who needs more care. Mm. And you know, I just wonder if the one who is getting on with things—I mean, mm-hmm. that happens as well—and they're sort of watching and and doing their thing on their own. But mm. I've come across this where the child is actually the one who's not getting the attention because they're getting on with it mm-hmm. starts to feel a bit resentful. Mm-hmm. Yes, and. Depending on the nature of the child, yes, they, they, they could be that you know, those, the, the emotions, the feelings around the way that their brother or sister is, is being um, treated or cared for or whatever it is, and yeah. the resentment around that might lead them to behave in ways that are whether it's tantrums or whether it's mm-hmm. I mean some might even hurt them back and yeah hurt their behind the or, behind you know that kind of so, so how do you like from my perspective it's when that happens we tend to forget 
to validate the feelings the of child the other child. Who, yeah, it's that yes. validating both feelings. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then I can see how that can happen. Mm-hmm. And as they keep going, they these strong feelings develop, like negative feelings or mm-hmm. feelings of you know separate. Like they feel very separate, or they, they, they the gap sort of there's a bit of a gap or the lack of compassion for their yes. sibling, lack of connection. Okay, uh, so how do you hand, um, how do you handle that? How do well, you, I, I mean, validate I'll give you the example that I that I that I give to parents sometimes. Say, for example, you've got a cake, mm. right? A cake, and I love all your examples. <laughs> you're going to give you give a piece of cake to everyone, right? And they mm. all get a piece of cake, and then one child sort of says, "Oh, he got a bigger piece of cake than me," mm. right? Now, how do you handle that situation, Mm. right? Do you handle it where uh, you have to try and justify then Mm. what you're doing and why you've done it or anything? Mm. Or do you turn around to that child and say, okay, so what you're telling me is you would like to have a large piece of cake, Mm. right? So what you're taking, you're taking the, the... Yeah. You're taking the focus off the other child having that bigger piece of cake. Yeah. And you're bringing it on to onto that, that child, child. Yeah. and you're basically saying to that child, okay, so what you need to do if you're feeling like you know someone else has gotten more than you, then don't take it out on that mm. other person. That It's not to do with that. It's mm. to do with your wanting to have more. Mm. So you need to take care of that need mm. and ask for more, mm. right? Mm. And try to take the comparison off. Mm. The, the, the situation mm. so, so the way that they with anything like that where they yeah. say oh he got it more times than mm. I did mm. or whatever then you just say well mm. okay so what you're trying to tell me is you would like to mm. have more opportunities to whatever yeah you know? and so so you take that rivalry mm-hmm. which it is out of the situation mm. and that way there's they're not comparing because that comparing becomes the competition yeah and the competition starts to become so and if you continually I, I, I see this at schools as well in the classroom where teachers do this too quite often they try to justify yeah. all the time mm. and they say to me oh you know I said the child asked me you know why is it? And, I, and so I tried to explain to them I said you don't need to explain mm. that just it's not about that yeah, yeah. just talk to that child about what it is they want yeah. what it is what what it is they think they're lacking at this moment yeah. so what you're saying well, the underlying about the message is that they've the underlying message is that the child receives this message that you have heard how they feel about it yes that's the most important that's thing. the most important we want thing, to be yes. hurt our feelings we want our feelings to be recognized yes. which means we're being heard and yes. it does it takes it away yeah. it, well it shows it shows that we matter yes and once and we've heard, message. then we can get on with the yeah. business of Teaching. trying to, yeah, yeah trying mm. to um, take care of, you know, the feelings we might have towards mm. that other person. Mm. But we can't can't do that if we're, you know, we, what we're doing really is we're deflecting, you know, something mm. onto the other person, mm. onto that other sibling or whatever, instead of owning what's going, what's on, going on for me. Yeah. And yeah. that's teaching them to, rec- to 
to, to deal with those emotions to and own to, those yeah. emotions yeah mm. yeah mm. so that's one one example one, one example one, yeah. is the fairness issue yeah. that mm. can actually it's cause a bit like that equity equality kind of yeah thing and I mean, if you look yeah. at look at how Finland oh, go, in their uh, there is a Saskia <laughs> example coming my way again. <laughs> Finland, right? In Finland, in the classroom, there the way they teach is to include all the, all the children need to progress together. Like we can't, we don't leave kids behind. Mm. So if some kids are doing really well, then you might get them to go and help the kids right at the back who aren't doing so mm. well. So the method of thinking is we we all, if we're going to progress, we all progress yeah, together. It's a, it's a we don't, process. Yeah, yeah, we don't, it's not a competition. Yeah. And we don't, the first people just get first and that's the way it is. Mm. Whereas in Australia, we're very into... I think because of our sport orientation, mm. we're very into competition, mm. winning, losers. <laughs> Whenever I say that in a classroom of primary school kids, I say losers. Oh, their faces mm. nearly you know, drop. They don't want to know that word. They don't want to be even associated in any way, shape or form with yeah, that yeah. word, you know. We're, we're, most of us are losers all the time. We hardly <laughs> ever. I mean, we hardly ever win. It is a tricky <laughs> word. But we are. I mean, I can see how they'd be like, we're oh, loser. gosh. We're, we're going to lose. <laughs> we're going to lose. Let's face it. We have mm. to face this, Lena. And we have to be able to say, you know, okay, yes, I'm not going to be a winner all the time. I can't be a winner all the time. And I, am, I will be a loser. Mm. And I always say to the kids, you know, there has to be a loser in order for there to be a winner. So you have done something for somebody else, mm. if you want to look at it that way. But just because we lose in one area doesn't mean that we can't, you know, we're win somewhere else. It doesn't mean that we're, we're total, losers. as in yes. total losers yes. or whatever. <laughs> It implies, but we have created that in order probably to for, for some to feel good about themselves, mm. and it's totally unnecessary. But it's it's that's the way our mindset goes, and children in particular, mm. that's the way. Their but you mindset don't sort of goes. like um, like those kids who are more capable, say, than those who aren't. Mm. Like you don't want to take, you don't want to discourage their no. capacity. No. Of being so capable. Of achieving. And achieving and all mm -hmm. of that. No. But at the same time, I think it, I like the idea that being so capable and in giving through that process and yeah. bringing someone who it might be less... Along with you. ...capable. Uh, yes. And, yeah. and how amazing it is also for the very capable young person mm. well, to, to we do something else and actually bring... bring you know, support someone else like that is fantastic for their development. Great, as well. and, and to experience that, you see, that mm -hmm. that's so important because often children, you know, this winning thing is so paramount and always such a big focus on it. You know, we have mm -hmm. it all. You know, the, the well, achieving and winning, winning it's all, yeah, Australian yeah. Idol, The Voice, and you know, you've got to be oh, you know, a big winner. <laughs> you know, you do. And yeah. what I always say to the kids who with the voice, you know, like. They, when when the person wins the first round, you know, <laughs> they really go, doesn't mind the voice. <laughs> <laughs> the 
they all go around talking about you. you're so oh my gosh you're amazing you're this you're that you're mm. wonderful you're wonderful and the next week they dump them you know? <laughs> because, because the next person's right. won that round or whatever right mm. see you later reject go and you don't hear from them again and i just think that's just that's tough mm. so but then the message is winning is is everything mm. and losing is you just don't want to go there so how do we keep it how do we balance it well like what's the process of teaching that winning is not necessarily everything well i have another idea on it okay but it's a part of life what we did okay i'll give you an example of what we did one day in a class of year four i think they were at the time Mm -hmm. and we were in our class meetings and a a, a couple of the boys complained about the football Mm. and they said they never get to have they never get to even touch the ball during the games at lunchtime, right? Oh, yes. Never get to touch the ball even, you know, let alone score. They were very, you know, they were very disheartened mm. by this. And, of course, they were not the footy great kids, yeah. right? And, of course, they didn't even play football on the weekends. And, of course, the other boys who did, well, mm. you know, they wanted to, they were the, you know, the be-all and end-all and everybody looked up to them mm. and they had to be on their team and all this stuff. And if they weren't on their team, then they'd be losing team and who wanted to be in a losing team? And so there was lots <laughs> of arguments about it because then we had to organise, especially, like, you know, how to create the team. So we had to make it all, so it was all done randomly right. so that no one got to actually choose who the team was and everything we all agreed to do that but there was still this you know when they played these boys never got even to touch the ball the whole game right yeah so then we one day we were sitting there and we said well how are we going to solve this can we let these boys have a chance as well Mm. you know but the, the boys just weren't willing to give that up because they just couldn't give that that up if they had a chance to score you know it was just too hard you know so then we said okay let's do it this way let's this lunchtime let's make it that every boy who plays on the weekend football is not allowed to score a goal oh right yeah and every boy who does not play on the weekends football can right okay okay so out they went well, they all came back in with the biggest smiles on their faces, all of them, not just the ones who actually got to score, <laughs> but they red in the face. It was a hot day and they were boiling and sweating and everything, you know, but they were so happy mm. because what happened was the boys who didn't normally play football, they were the only ones who could score. So the boys who played every weekend, they set the play up. Yeah. Because they knew how to. Yeah. So they set it up and then they say to the kid, go. So they that's were in that it, position you know? of kind Score of now, you know? pushing. They were, they were actually yeah. there. So yeah. it changed the whole yeah. dynamic. Yeah, yeah. And they were kind of more empowered. And in it a made way. them, yes, yeah. in a different way. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly the same sort of thing as mm. the Finland thing of, you know, mm. bringing them all along mm. with you mm. and having a game where everybody feels like they've they've contributed yeah. in some way shape or form and really the achievers are still going to continue to achieve that's not going to go away and in they, the meantime I mean, they're, they're, they're they're developing some really good skills around being with people who aren't as as knowledgeable about or, it or, or yeah yeah in that in that and, game mm. 
anyway, it was yeah. an interesting exercise and yeah. it certainly um, made everybody think yeah. about what so they we were talking? doing out there. Yeah, yeah. I like so, <laughs> so coming back to, yes. I mean, that creates, you know, that rivalry all the time. Yeah. But coming back to, if we're talking about siblings like right as back such, to the home. If we come back to the home here now, right? Mm. How do we create that environment at home where kids are not arguing for the attention or the the win or the the judged win Mm. (laughs) by the parents? Mm. Because this is what happens. That's why sibling rivalry starts. It's when a parent, for example, will say, well, you're older than him, you should know better. Mm. And, of course, the younger one was the one who, in this case, knew better mm. <laughs> somehow, was mm. able to manipulate, and the older mm. one then becomes resentful of yeah. that and thinks that young one the gets away with whole, murder. You're older than me, you should know better. Exactly. So the yeah. younger one creates that <laughs> victim on, mentality. Dad yep. <laughs> and the older one becomes the perpetrator without even knowing it. That can become really hard. Yeah. So, okay, so how do we avoid it then? Well, I, yeah, how I'm not do doing avoid it. it. I put, for me, it's like, it's validating. Yep. Validating. Each of them. Each of them, and they're emo- validating their emotions. So when you're validating, are you basically describing what you're seeing? You're describing the emotion. So you see, like, you're, you're so angry with your brother, mm-hmm. or you're so angry with your sister, or you're so upset about, you know, you not getting a turn, or that your sister didn't want to play with you mm-hmm. like it's just it's it's just so simply for me is saying that i can see i get it i can see that it's upsetting you that your sister doesn't want to play with you mm-hmm. well yeah it is upsetting i really want her to play with me but she doesn't want to and then of course you've got then you might get well i don't want to play because i don't want to play what she wants to play i want to do something so else. would you then say okay so what you're saying is that you want to be able to play on your own have time on your own to yeah, play so, or something. Just, so, so you would so hearing that's what I'm saying both, just hearing, hearing both. like hearing so both validating as opposed to that's your feelings older. yeah like as opposed to what you're saying and, like come okay. on that's your sister just go you're the older one you should know better yes so that doesn't validate anyone no but what that does and is that it makes it go away very quickly it because the decision gets decided on and everyone yeah, goes off and you're doing it yeah and that's fine it. like we will do that as parents often because because time. it takes time to validate because yep. that in itself promotes a, a, a discussion yes because when well, as soon as you validate someone's feeling so you're really upset that your sister's not letting you play mm-hmm. well yeah i am really upset like the idea of it is that you're opening a communication mm-hmm. and in that process you're working your way to actually teaching that you know your sister's not always going to feel or brother's not always going to feel like playing that game. Like, then you go mm-hmm. on. So you need time to use that kind of... Mm-hmm. To, to, to do that validating language, validating of emotions. Yes. So often, as parents, we don't have time for that. So we just, come on, that's, da-da-da, you know, and that's... Yeah, that's but, the problem. Because we do think, oh, yeah. that takes so much time and I can just fix it by saying this. Just throwing and the, that's it. the toy in the bin yeah. instead and then, yeah, that's, you know, and, get but, the car and drive off. Exactly. <laughs> and that's fine. Like, we do yes. that. But in, if I go to like from a research perspective and they that validating language in parenting they say Gottman is I think is that sort of validating language emotion connection language comes from him he's done a lot of research that 30 to 40 percent if that kind of language being used mm-hmm. is very impacting okay like it really impacts it doesn't we're not always going to be able to because, so, okay. because life That's... doesn't allow us to 100 percent of the time no. be emotion 
coaches or yeah. use that emotion coaching kind of language yeah. because there's no time. Life doesn't allow for that. Yeah. So we're going to dismiss. We're going to say, don't worry about it. Come on, you're, you know, you're the older one. You should know better. Yeah. That dismissive kind of, we yeah. don't mean harm by it, no. but it, it happens. Yeah. But if we can incorporate, that's the, the theory behind that sort of thinking, mm. if we can incorporate more of that validating emotions language yeah. and there's very strong thoughts around that 30 to 40 percent of the time well that's not 30 to 40 percent is like not too bad yeah I mean, and it's I, quite impacting like it, and it's apart from that it's actually raising and teaching raising emotionally intelligent adults like if okay. you continue to 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 bring that kind of because you're teaching people to recognize what's going on for them emotionally yes and then ultimately to to recognize what's going on for others emotionally that's emotional intelligence just Yes. In a very simplistic, you know. Yep. Isn't it? Like, so know. if you, that's what I'm just saying, if you validate it then, if because it's still also important for them to work out a solution, to actually fix it between yeah. them. So that process, that com- communication might lead you to, yeah. the idea of it is that leads you to a point of solution. Yes. Or resolution. And having, So I can see you know you're what, feeling this and this is something happening and yeah. I can see that what you're saying is this You're same. really hurt that so you're feeling left out and blah blah blah. For yeah. that now. Yeah. 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 So let's come up with something that's going to... And even yeah. if you don't if it, even if it gets to that point and you don't quite resolve that process mm. there's been a lot of teaching, in, teaching that. in that. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That process yeah. if there's been connection, there's been communication, yeah. there's been a sense of calmness and and hearing yes. and mum, adult, whoever the adult, dad, whatever, like the yes. person kind of um, initiating or, or getting this communication going yeah. for the young person or is they're and doing both it really feeling calmly. Hurt. Yeah. So it, that there's a lot of yeah, there's a self regulation learning exactly, as well. All of that in that's, that process. Yes. And ma- like parent, mm. adult is also showing self regulation. Mm. They're regulating their emotions, they're not getting angry. Mm. Because you can't you, you can't do that kind of validating people's emotions if you haven't sort of sorted your own emotions around it. Yeah. Like if you're completely worked up that the kids are fighting like nuts, mm-hmm. you're just cranky. You're not going to be able to say, I can see you're really upset about yeah, this. You can't. That's and true. Look, you're really ang- you're, yeah. You can't so do you you're to, angry. Yeah. So you need to, it's, it's how... But that know, is also part of saying to them, look, look guys, we're clearly we're all too... And that is... You know, Absolutely. hyped up here right now yeah. we can't solve anything unless we're calm so. yep. and I'm actually getting really upset yep. as well so I'm going to go and need... calm down if you can go there and you can go over yeah. there and then we'll think about it yeah. and let's come back when we're right yeah. and that's teaching yeah. isn't it that's yeah. kind of modelling that yeah. well when you really worked up about something you're better off not, not communicating in such a cranky way with that. take a step back figure out what how it's impacting you yep. I mean they, yep. depending on their ages they'll work that out at their level yeah but I think if, if we're doing that, we have to remember too to um, let them resolve it and let them feel like you have no opinion about it. Absolutely. So you have to be not ta- totally neutral yes. Yes. in it and you're not taking anyone's side. No, it's not a side so thing. So the only side you're taking is the the home family rules which might include no hitting no, no yelling that's right. yeah. being respectful yeah. um no swearing no shouting yeah. and yeah. you know resolving things calmly so you're just there to enforce those yeah. those rules 
other than that, if they have a disagreement, that disagreement needs to be resolved by them mm. Mm. and the solution needs to come from them. Absolutely. So that they feel like it's only between the two well, of they, them. Well, that's exactly right. There's not yep. this person... Yeah, you're there for and then them. you're like not you're actually person. Then you know that nobody like the, my sibling is not going to have a better attachment to mum than me out of this. Yes, right? exactly. nothing, nothing comes extra out of this. No, for to, them both for, to feel from, from the parent. No, you know? so that's what they. Yeah. That's that's the most important yeah. part. Like you want you want your kids to feel safe in the thought and secure in the thought that you are their person yep yep each one of them to feel that way yep how you know so when then when it comes back to just coming back to fairness and Mm. how we were talking about fairness before Mm. and everything has to be equal Mm. then it doesn't necessarily have to be equal if we listen to the child listen to their argument talk to them about how they're feeling about mm. the fact that they didn't get to i don't know have an extra book to read what with mum yeah. because mum had to read an extra book with the other yeah, child okay, because their yeah. reading's not mm. good or whatever mm. so you'd explain you say i can see what you're saying that you're upset about mm. that and and i'm sorry if that's how you feel mm. the reason i i was doing it was because you know your brother's not doing very well in reading at the moment mm. and we want he wants to try and improve on mm. that is it um like it depends on their age yeah is there anything yeah. that you you know are you saying you would like to be um reading extra books when you're with me is yeah. that what you're saying yeah as so opposed it goes to back to yeah as him. opposed to you're very you know you don't need as much help. yeah you don't because yeah, that's just trying to justify yeah well yeah. it dismisses how how they're feeling how he feels, whereas, you know, yes I yes. get, you know, of course, I can see that you're upset because I only read one book with you and I read two books with your brother. Yes. Or yep. sister or what. Yeah. So, of course, yeah. So, yeah, what I'm you're really saying, saying is and you need more, you want to have, you want to have read another book with yeah. me as well. Yeah. Like, so, how can we find a solution to yeah. that? What can we do with yeah. that? And then try and fix it with that child rather than, yeah. yeah. And it's not a shutdown. Like, when no. you say, come on, you know, it's a real, it's you attacking. You know why It's I'm attacking doing language yeah. when it's like, you know, yeah. you can do, you can read one on your own, you can't, yeah. whereas... Whereas it, it just it's so connective when you just say look I even in our adult relationships in everything like just yep. to validate like I get it of course you know I just read one book with you and either you, with your sister or brother I read two and you feel like why didn't I read two with you and then automatically the especially when they're younger like as mm. I mean adolescents might feel patronized by it, like it's a different kind of tone and language yep. and all that but with the kids like it's by saying that they're sort of feeling like well. Yeah, you did only. That's why because you read one. So there's a communication. Yeah. And it, it's calming in a sense. It's it's like did you, can you see that? Yeah. Like it's it's like oh yeah, mum or dad gets that. I yeah, they get about the one book. Yeah. And then you might have a chat. It might not go much further, but there's that sense of she gets it. Yeah. Or he gets it. Yeah. As opposed to and don't I be ridiculous. Actually, you know what? You yeah. Know, you can read and you don't need two books. I just dismisses. That's right. Mm. I, I've actually had it before. I'm, I do recall with my kids having it where I would say that, and then they go, "Yeah." I say, "Okay, so what's the solution? Are you mm. wanting to? Uh, will we do this mm. or you know?" And they go, "No, no, it's okay." It was only that they yeah. just wanted to point out. Just do you realise that I am not actually yeah. getting yeah. the same as yeah. this? You know, yeah. my sister is or yeah. whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. it's, it's noticed. Yes. It's, there's 
And that's enough sometimes. That's enough to, sometimes. Because they go, know. They, they, they know. They yeah. know when when a, a child uh, um, needs a bit of extra care. Even if you watch in a classroom, mm. a child who needs extra um, assistance in some mm. way, the kids know. They, they're, oh, not, they, they're fully yeah. aware of it. Yeah. And they have no problem with it yeah. as long as they feel that they are being validated, that yeah. they are cared for, that Absolutely. they are treated as, yeah. as, as, a, well, as it an takes equal. Away. It's, it ta- it's actually equity. It is, and it strips away. Rather than equality. It is, Sass, it? and it strips away any potential feelings of resentment. Yes. Because you're being valid, your feelings, you're being taken notice of. Yeah. And so it takes away, whereas if you're being dismissed, don't be ridiculous, whatever, automatically it's, it's like chipping away at building resentment yes. towards the, col- the other student or yes. their brother. Like it's yep. that kind of, like we don't, without realising it as yep. parents, we might just be in creating a re- more resentment in, in yep. our child by constantly saying, yep. don't worry about it. That's your, your, you know, you're smarter. You can read. You know, that's why I don't yeah, go. So slowly, slowly that becomes, and then they start, they could start to play up and pretend they're sick or pretend they can't do something because they want the attention. Yes. And like, again, depending on their age. And then that creates resentment in more, the parent yeah. because it makes yeah. it harder then to deal yeah. with the other child and everything. Whereas if you validate it, vicious circle. It, it takes away feelings of, it, mm. it, it, it's instilling more a sense of, I want to. Ha- I get that. What's going on for that other person? Mm. Or like, you know, the student needs more help. You don't have resentment because mm. you can see that they need more help, and your capacity is validated. You're not mm. being ignored mm. or, or yeah dismissed. Yeah, true. No, that's very true. Okay, think, well, yeah. that, um, mm. you know, do you realise? We, you say that every time. But then you go, do <laughs> we you realise that we've been going on for this long? We're actually uh, out of time. But that's sibling rivalry. That feels like it went in yeah, five so minutes. Quickly. Is there something yeah. that I've missed? No, it's um, nice to chat. But there it is. That was yeah. yep. That's so. That's a little bit about you know. Hopefully, just keep we've, on validating we've those emotions yeah. and keep it very individualized, not comparative. Mm. That's that's a really important mm. part of it because you want your children to grow up and still love each other mm. and take care of each mm. other and support each other. I think we all want that as parents. We as all parents, want that to happen greatest. for them when they're yeah. when they're older. And a lot of it is in our hands as to how that happens mm. and whether that happens. Mm. And the earlier the better. The earlier the better. Okay. Thanks Lita. Thank you so much. We're gonna go. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Yeah. Okay, bye bye everyone. everyone. See you Thank next you. time. You've been listening to the Saskia and Lita podcast. You can follow Saskia and Lita 1 on Instagram and Facebook and send us your questions, which we'll be able to answer in upcoming episodes. You can also listen to the podcast on my website, redirectingchildren.com. If you haven't yet, go to the Apple podcast and subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Join us next week. Thanks so much for listening.